Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt. So glad you've joined me again this morning. Yesterday, we started talking about women pastors. I've got a new book coming out in uh, hopefully in about a week, should be available uh, on Amazon and our website. And when we're calling it, uh, who says women can't pastor? Well, there's a lot of people saying that. A lot of Christian leaders, denominations, who are saying that women cannot pastor, but they are wrong. Uh, it, it's amazing. I was, uh, I, I just looked up what some of the churches who oppose women in ministry or women pastors. It's 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 about authority for them. Um, what they were saying, and I was amazed that one theologian, one Baptist theologian. Uh, who wrote an article about this, and he did not present an argument from Scripture. It was all about Baptist tradition and doctrine. I, 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 it was quite surprising. He he merely mentioned two Scriptures, 1 Timothy 2, 11 and 12, uh, where Paul says, I suffer not a woman to teach or have authority over a man. And he, he just mentioned in passing 1 Corinthians 14, uh, 34, 35, where Paul said, uh, let your women keep silent in the churches. Now, I address these and show the, the context uh, in which Paul wrote these, but he just mentioned these in passing, never tried to explain them or anything, but every, his whole article was about Baptist doctrine and tradition says women can't pastor. Well, my friends, uh, my authority and your authority should not be any churches or denominations, uh, traditions, or creeds, or whatever. Now, uh, if you're going to be a part of a denomination, well, hey, uh, you you need either you need to talk to them, you you need to uh, embrace the vision or whatever. But this is the point I wanted to make today. You see, God works both inside and outside of institutions. So, in other words, uh, there are denominations that support and embrace women pastors. Uh, one of them is the Assemblies of God, which is uh, the world's largest Pentecostal denomination. I understand they have like something like 60 million adherents all over the world, but they, uh, they support, they recognize women pastors. So there are institutions within which you can be a pastor as a woman, and there are other denominations as well. But what I want to say to you today is the Holy Spirit is not confined to a denomination, to what I'm calling an institution. An institution is an organization that has organizational parameters up. And uh, God works within our institutions, but he is not limited to those institutions. Now, I learned this very early in life, in the very, the first year of our marriage together. Uh, Sue and I were married 47 years ago uh, on, on May the 17th. And uh, but let me, before I tell you this very important story, uh, let me just read to you from chapter five of this new book that will be available within, in about a week. And, and chapter five is called Women Pastors in the New Testament. And I received an email from a friend. This is several years ago. 
asking if the Greek word for men, in other words, the English word men in Ephesians 4.8 is the word for males, or is it the word that is gender inclusive and includes women? Now, the reason she's asking this, in the Greek language, there are words for man that correspond to the words man, woman, and people. Man, gender-specific. Woman, gender-specific. But people and person, gender-inclusive. And those words in Greek are aneir, which refers to a man as male. Gune, which refers to a woman, gender-specific as a woman. Then there is the word anthropos. Its plural is anthropoi. And it means people. It was used in referring to a mixed audience of both men and women. Anthropoi. And so this is the basis of that question. Ephesians 4, 8 says of Christ that he ascended on high and he gave gifts. Now, the, the New King James says, the King James says, let me see. I have my King, my new King James here. Let me see what it says. But the King James says he ascended on high and he gave gifts to men. And so I have the new King James, and I'm very disappointed in the new King James. It, it, it followed the, the King James says, therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, talking about Jesus, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, the reason this is important this is introducing what has been called the fivefold ministry in Ephesians 4.11 of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. And so this person wanted to know, is that word, because if that word is the Greek word aneir, or its plural form, then Paul has clearly restricted these leadership gifts to men. Well, I got my Greek, in, I'd never looked it up. I got my Greek interlinear up and looked it up. And wow, lo and behold, it was anthropoi, the Greek word for people. Paul literally says that Jesus, he ascended on high. He led captivity captive and gave gifts to people, gave gifts to men and women. Now, th- and again, this is the verse introducing these leadership gifts in the church of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. So there is a clear statement when you understand the original language, when you understand that 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 Paul clearly included women in these leadership gifts. And uh, so, yes, these denominations are Absolutely wrong, and I, and and this book that's coming out, um, who says women can't pastor, is filled with this kind of information that shows that women pastored in the New Testament church. Now, let me. What I wanted to tell you that story. Now, I'm 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 going to save that for tomorrow. But in this passage, yes, Paul introduces. The fivefold ministry by saying he led captivity captive. He ascended on high. And that's why some people call these ascension gifts. I just call them leadership gifts. 
They're not an exhaustive list because there's all kinds of other names and designations for leaders in the New Testament, and I talk about that in this book. But this was very important because Paul used the inclusive word for people in introducing these gifts and made it clear that the risen Christ bestows these gifts, these callings, on both men and women. Never forget that. Never forget that. And be sure and get this book when it comes out. Get Sue's book. Get get, get our materials and study them. This is a key to reaching the Islamic world with the good news of Jesus Christ. Because as I shared yesterday, God woke me up at 3 o'clock in the morning it's been about 13, 14 years ago, and called me to be more identified with Sue in getting out this message. And he'd said to me, this message has the power to begin a mass movement from Islam to Christianity, beginning with the women. I'm Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I hope you'll check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. All kinds of articles, all kinds of resources there uh, that will bless you and help you. There's a bookstore there and got a whole lot of books that will bless you. And uh, my latest book, uh, Discovering the Real Jesus, people are being greatly blessed by it. And this new book coming out, Who Says Women Can't Pastor, should be available uh, maybe within a week. And I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.